try to kill us, but my village too strong. Long live the people. Here we go again with the bullshit you want. Long live the people. We have all these mixed blood people all across the country. We cannot exclude them. There's nothing wrong with being Red River Metis. We are all Metis. There was an attempt to define Metis. And we said no. There's Métis from Red River. What's wrong with Métis from someplace else? And they were also Métis people. Uniting our people is at a very sad state. We are all Métis. All right, welcome to The Jig Is Up. My name is Darcy, and with me as always is Jason the Professor Kerr. And uh, welcome, everybody. Hey, how's everybody this week? Um, we wanted to... Uh, I posted a little video on the on the Facebook page, but um, we wanted to podcast last week, but I forgot some gear. So we are podcasting about our uh, camp this week. So uh, I don't know, Jason, how, how did you... I guess, do you want to start us off and just kind of open it up about the camp? Uh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I think it was really good. I had a fun time. It was great to have everybody out, you know, uh, and it's good to have the kids out. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I know my daughter enjoyed it, and I think everybody there enjoyed it. Uh, We had some great weather, and, uh, you know, we we did a lot of activities. We did a lot of hiking, did some archery, um, made medicine pouches, so it it was a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I don't think we could have asked for better weather. Um, and I know the kids had a, a lot of fun. We went down to a local uh, a canyon, we call it, <laughs> the Hard Luck Canyon. It's uh, basically where water erosion went through the sandstone, so it was a lot of fun to be down there. And uh, we did some drumming and some singing and some storytelling when we were there. And generally, the, if you're on our Facebook page or you went to the event site, you probably would have saw a lot of pictures from there. Yeah, absolutely. And we did, uh, we had a sweat lodge, threw up, we uh, got some teepee poles ready this year for next year. So that's always good. And uh, yeah, overall, it was really good. I I think it was really good for a lot of the kids who hadn't heard a lot of stories and and things like that. Um, It was definitely nice to have uh, our friend James come out from Victoria to be at camp. Yeah, big shout out to him. He did a wonderful job, took a lot of time out of uh, his schedule to trek all the way from the coast up to here to, uh, you know, give us some fun stories and be entertaining and, and uh, do the ceremony and stuff like that for us. It was, you know, really great of him to do that. Absolutely. And I, I think one of my, uh, one of the things I took away from this was, you know, being the first year was there was, um, I would I wouldn't say it was it was definitely was not a bad camp, but there are definitely a lot of uh, things that I think we we all saw that we can work on for next year. Um, just areas to improve and new activities to bring in and like lacrosse and things like that. Um, so yeah, planning's already underway for next year. Yeah, it's like anything you get going right. Like you get out there, you have a good time, and then you, you know, see so many spontaneous ideas that just pop into your head. Like, oh, we should be doing this, or we could be playing lacrosse, or we could be. You know, uh, you know, doing any all kinds of activities that we had talked about over the week that we're trying to figure out how to plan for and uh, hopefully uh, fundraise for. Absolutely, and and I think even the activity, some of the things we did, like uh, we made medicine pouches, and uh, you know, just learning a lot there about how how many you can make off one one little piece of leather and and just different leather working things that you can do. So we got even more ideas for stuff we can do next year that's maybe a little more advanced than than uh medicine pouches so lots of things like that 
Yeah, and that's the thing about having having the camp and being able to make it even more than just once a year, maybe multiple times a year. There's so many activities that we could be doing and hosting if uh, people, you know, would dig deep and, and help us out. Absolutely, you know, and, and uh, we do have a lot of plans for next year. Like Jason said, uh, you know, just bringing the camp to more than once a year or, and, uh, you know, just growing it, br- bringing in more activities, bringing in more kids and more families and more people and, uh, you know, uh, invading more of Jason's property. So it's, uh, it takes a lot of work. And even, even if people want to volunteer or volunteer to help organize, uh, that's uh, something that I can't, I don't think you can put a dollar value on that either. So. No, and I don't think that you can, you know, there's only so much space. So, if, of course, we want to make preference for the youth who want to come. But definitely, if, if uh, you're an adult and you want to come and you want to participate and help out and, and enjoy the atmosphere, you know, by all means, drop us a note and we'll uh, do our best to reserve space. Absolutely. And, and I think one of the things, too, is people, uh, I don't know if people maybe don't realize how much they have to teach our youth. But uh, certainly if you have some skills with any type of beadwork or leatherworking or anything like that, we'd be more than happy to try to accommodate. And uh, But there's lots of ways to support for next year. And it just we're trying to you know get a community going here of, of people that are willing to put a little bit of effort in to get this camp kind of rolling with some momentum. Um, so I, I know you put out a video earlier, I think it was earlier today, with the various fundraising um, ventures that we're doing, products that we have. Um and uh, so if, if people want to support us that way, that'd be perfect. But, uh, you know, like I said, volunteering or, or coming out and, and teaching is, a, is an amazing thing. Yeah, and even if you just want to come out and participate, there we do have some space for that too. You know, you don't, it's good for everyone to learn. Learning doesn't have to stop just because you get older. And so if people want to come out and participate and, you know, we had to have limited space, but we would make space for those, for that opportunity as well. So. Absolutely. I mean, we had James out there this year and I know I learned a lot from him and uh, he said he's happy, more than happy to come back next year. And, you know, so if there's people out there that want to learn, learn, you know, indigenous stories or, or things like that or, or crafts or, or um, even do ceremony. I mean, it's it's more than a great opportunity to, to come out and do that. Yeah, absolutely. And then if you know, if you live in the city and you want to get out on the land and you want to do some hiking and see some of the sites for yourself that uh, we posted pictures of on the Facebook, you know that that's a great opportunity. We like to make that available to as many people as we can. Absolutely. And so, yeah, if people want to check out some of the merchandise that we do have for sale and give us any feedback on what they might buy if we provided it they can check out what we do have on the the youtube channel and then we'll probably throw some pictures up on the facebook page too oh for sure um you know one some of the things that i was kind of surprised with is uh you took us on a hike and i was really actually quite shocked at the view that we got from the i guess the top of quote unquote mountain um so as much as as much as i kind of laughed at the idea that there's a mountain there it actually was pretty impressive at the top of that. So yeah, that that, we, that was a bit of so a surprise for me. <laughs> well, that's good. We want to surprise everybody. You know, it's it's always good when you can walk in the woods and come up across something that you know is out of the ordinary. You know, and that's always fun. Absolutely. Well, and that's the great. I think that was the great thing is uh, you you had like you said you have Hard Luck Canyon right there, plus that mountain right there. 
And I don't think people really expect that kind of thing in and around the White Court area. So it's it's actually quite quite nice to, to be able to do those things and see part of Alberta that uh, maybe you don't normally see. Yeah, I go off the beaten path a little bit. Well, yeah, especially for people like me in the uh, oil patch that uh, tend to drive a lot and drive right through White Court a lot. Uh, it's nice. It was nice to take some time and just sit back and, you know, tour around and, and see the sights around White Court. Yeah, and I don't think we could have had better weather for it, that's for sure. Absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> so moving forward, you know, we talked about some of the activities like lacrosse and things like that. Is there stuff, anything that uh, you thought really stood out for you that's something you maybe want to implement for next year or? Well, I think there's the opportunity uh, because we're improving some of the uh, tent facilities that we're going to be doing some canvas work. Uh, hopefully that there's an opportunity for a little bit of artwork that way that I'm really looking forward to that becomes a permanent part of the, um, the camp, right? So everybody can take a turn painting some of the canvas roofing for the tent. And I think that would be fun to see year over year. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, that was a great idea of uh, just different things, different way to get ways to get the kids to tell their story, their camp story while they're there. And uh, yeah, like you said, have a kind of a mosaic every year just to, so that we always can remember what happened at camp. Um, so yeah, no, I think that it was, it was fantastic. But like I said, we, uh, you know, we're looking forward to next year already. And if anybody wants to get involved in, or wants to find out more, you gotta, you gotta look us up online on Facebook and things like that. And just, uh, you know, even if you can only put in maybe volunteer a couple hours, uh, here and there, it, it all helps. Yeah, for sure. You don't have to come for the whole week if you can make it for the day or the weekend. You know, we're we are accommodating, so we want as many people to interact and have opportunities as possible. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I I, uh, I don't know how much more uh, what else to say about the camp. It was fantastic, and I think for the first year we've ever done something like this between the two of us, uh, really um, two or three of us that that really helped organize it. I I think it came away pretty good. Well, I know we had fun. Um, my whole family is really looking forward to next year. It was a blast. And if you weren't there, then you missed it. Ha ha. And hopefully <laughs> you make time next year. That, absolutely. So just wanted to get that uh, little bit of a podcast out to let everybody know how it went. Um, please check out uh, Keeping It Real on YouTube so you can see some of the products we have for sale. We got some really cool mugs and things like that. And, uh, you know, Jason displays them quite nicely in the video. So you'll get to see those. Uh, but yes, certainly we're always looking for people to help out uh, in any way they can. So please, please, please hook, look at, look us up and, and get involved. You know, the, the better, the more people that get involved, the more of a community it makes. Um, and the more, I guess the better I felt um, by getting involved and, and doing something like this, it just makes you feel good on the inside, seeing the kids having fun and running around outside and, and enjoying themselves. I think that's really what, what I took away from it the most is being able to provide an atmosphere where we're going to, you know, help kids connect to the land, to connect to our culture, connect to traditions, and know that that's going to be a lifelong journey for them and something that's going to pass on to our grandchildren and hopefully on to our great-grandchildren should, should we, uh, you know, be so fortunate. And I think that's what's really awesome about the camp experience and being able to participate that way. Absolutely. And I think it was, uh, I mean, for me, I think it was especially nice, um, like I said, having James come out. He's a friend of mine. But uh, especially going to White Court where you guys, um, you know, you don't have the greatest access to 
you know, a, a, a real plethora of elders or ceremonies and things like that. So it was nice uh, for anybody that doesn't have that kind of access to that, you know, some people have maybe in the larger urban centers like I do here in Calgary. And certainly being married to a First Nation woman helps me out a lot too. Um, but for people that don't have access like that, I think it was a fantastic way to introduce people to ceremony like sweat lodge, uh, pipe ceremonies, um, songs, things like that where, you know, if you don't normally have that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what's fun about camp is it it uh, caters to both things. If you've got experience in that and it's part of your everyday life, then it's comfortable. And if you're new and it's not something you're very familiar with, then it's very laid back and, and something that you can ease into. And so it's not, it doesn't create a stressful situation where you're kind of wondering what's the right thing to do. Well, that's right. And what I really liked about it was the uh, welcoming atmosphere that James brought with him. Um, I've been to a lot of ceremonies where, well, not a lot. I've been to some ceremonies that, that have not been so welcoming. And I've heard some really bad horror stories of, of people that went to ceremonies and didn't feel included or didn't feel welcomed or didn't feel wanted there. And, you know, so kudos again to James for, for creating an atmosphere I thought was very, very inclusive and very willing to roll with uh, how things went. And Yeah, exactly. For all the foibles and, and wobbles that happen in your first time out of the gate, um, not everything is perfect. And so you get an opportunity to do a lot of firsts and a lot of, you know, maybe some things that are out of the norm. And I think that was what was great about it. It was a good learning experience. And for every all the kids, you know, being able to participate in things that aren't perfect or already set up they get to you know build it as it were from the ground up absolutely and you know i did a lot of things that i've never done like building a sweat lodge and things like that so that these are all things i've never done myself either so it wasn't just for the kids i'd like to be selfish and and let everybody know that i learned a lot as well (laughs) yeah me too i mean you come to different parts of of the country and everybody has a little bit different way and a little bit different uh, land and so you know you use you use what you got right that you use different trees that you might be used to and we had to go uh, it was fun to, to sort through rocks and figure out which ones would be best you know since there's not exactly a lava flow right next to white court so <laughs> yeah no absolutely uh, and yeah like that was all a really good learning experience for i think even for james for for james for myself for you uh so certainly for the children um but yeah i, well, I, 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 I Go ahead. Well, that's what I was going to say is, is not only was learning for the kids and, you know, kind of a relaxed environment, but it was just a lot, a lot of fun to be able to share those uh, experiences of, of learning all, you know, all these new things together. Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, I definitely seen, you know, as the kids went through the camp, you know, they they naturally form, build a team within themselves. And, um, you know, the, the kids were great. They worked together really well. They um, included everybody in all the activities. So it was just a really good atmosphere, I thought. Yeah, me too. And some of those those things weren't exactly, uh, you know, easy. It wasn't, uh, you know, hauling the TV poles out of the bush and trying to set them up, you know. Kids were breaking a sweat. But in, in the end of the day, you got something that you can appreciate. And I think that's what it's really all about. Well, absolutely. I think they'll really appreciate it when they can sleep in it next year. Yeah, and that's one of the things I really enjoyed about the camp, actually, is knowing that everything that we did this camp is going to help next camp. And then the next camp that we do, things will get better for the camp after that. And it really builds, uh, um, you know, an environment where you want to come back and you want to participate next year because you were there to help 
prepped the last time around. Absolutely. Well, and it, it and it kind of ensures that you're never going to have any boredom at the camp. It's always going to be changing, growing, evolving, and so it's it's never going to be the same camp twice. No, exactly, and I think that that's you know that's a great idea. Never the same twice, and so if people you know can be encouraged to come out and participate, that only makes it better all around. Absolutely. Um, so yes, again, I just uh, want to emphasize if you can help us out uh, start planning for next year. I don't think we've actually set the dates in stone yet. I think we're going to wait a couple more weeks before we we start setting dates and things like that. But we certainly are well underway for for planning. Um, we're going to be we're going to be heading out to Estevan to try to raise some awareness and some money for camp. And uh, I don't I don't know if we have any more events after that, but uh, we're certainly going to be planning for some. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll be in Estevan in a couple of weeks, and then yeah, after probably be kind of quiet from there till the new year. But we'll have to see once once everybody's kids settle back into routine in school, what we can make happen. You never know. Maybe we'll do an open house in Calgary or something or Edmonton if there's enough. Uh, you know, if we get enough feedback that that would be something people would want to attend, I think we'd be happy to put that on. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, I think it'll probably. I'm I'm probably going to say it's probably going to be after the the new year that we really look at setting dates and uh, finalizing some of those kinds of details. Um, but you know, we're we're always working on it. So if uh, if you have any questions or anything, you can always email us at metipodcast at gmail dot com, or you can check us out on Facebook on Twitter. Uh, and we're on keeping it real. Check out the videos there and just see how you can help out or what's what's new and what's going on with with what we're doing. Absolutely. No two guys can do this by themselves. <laughs> That's right. We we pulled it off this year and uh, it, it went together quite well, but next year we're hoping to even do it even bigger and better and which will require more people and and more kids and and more fun. That's right. The more the merrier, right? That's how the saying goes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and on that note, I don't know. Hey, do you have any last final thoughts, Jason? Not really. Uh, just that uh, we'll probably be doing another podcast here uh, shortly. Back to our regular scheduled nattering about all things politically maddening that are Métis. Absolutely. That will be next week. And it'll be. I'm yes. sure it'll just be, everybody will be really excited for that. It'll be an excellently riveting show, as always. Uh, sure to probably light your hair on fire. <laughs> right on. And uh, I guess that's it. I, you know, Thanks for listening, and that's all we got. So until next time, the jig is up. Long live the peak. Hey, my late cooking came from Kawaka to express. Real warrior woman probably popping instead. It's poor man's if you want to talk the language. A hundred clicks north if our is the rest. You still got to be a chief to wear a headdress. So take your shit off before you ruin it for the rest. You better listen to your heart. There's too many heads. And watch what you say, man. There's way too many feds.